0: we might look at the world and say well you know what everybody else is doing it you know everybody's doing it so maybe I'm okay and and thinking this way maybe maybe this is how you know really I was made but you're not going after the truth with your whole heart
1: Yeah, the world always gives us something to draw us. And we were talking about this the other day about the kingdoms of this world. You know, Jesus is being tempted by the enemy. The last temptation, he, sh- he takes them to a high place. He said, these are the kingdoms, plural, of, of the world and the glory thereof. And if you bow down and serve me, I give you all these things. And so this is an attempt on christians to say there's something much better than the kingdom that i have and if you look at it right after that that scenario jesus replies back and says i'm only going to worship god only him will i serve but then his message comes and repent for the kingdom of god is at hand so jesus from this scenario you see that jesus was quite aware of the kingdoms of this world right to me I attribute to the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life right because the Bible talks about this being in the world. So when Jesus says that he says, you will offer me these kingdoms that are that mean nothing to me because I know that I don't need that. If I do pursue the kingdoms of the world, then he says you're serving me, you know you're worshiping mm-hmm. me. Jesus automatically says, no, there's only one that I want to worship. There's only one that I want to serve. And he tells it in his message. He preached kingdom singular Mm -hmm. of God. Right. So he's letting you know that the kingdoms of this world is nothing compared to what God has given us as Christians Mm -hmm. in the kingdom of God. It's a different way of thinking. It's a different way of talking. It's a different way of living. Right. You know, so. Jesus is saying, you know, this is much better than what you're offering me that I can find in the world. Mm -hmm. We have an issue because of the fact that depending on people we love, depending on um, what we want to believe or how much of the world we want to take with us, that begins to distort what God is saying Mm -hmm. to the sense where you're moving that way and say, well, I don't think he really meant that. I don't think he would be that way. You have to go according to the scripture because that's what we are going to be living by. Mm-hmm. Jesus says, depart from me. I never knew you. Mm-hmm. And there's a reason why he says that. Is that the fact that there is a way that seems right into a man, but mm-hmm. the, there is death. I'm giving you everything you need for abundant living. Follow it. Follow it and your foundation will not crumble. Just follow it. Did you have anything? Because there's a scripture I just want to attack real quick. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. it's in It's in Matthew. And it's in Matthew 7, 28 and 29. Now, Matthew 5, 6, and 7 is Jesus preaching truth, the good news, hard things to a multitude of people. And then after he preaches all of that, and we talked about that in false preaching, the people that look at him and after he's finished, they say, and it came to pass when Jesus had finished these sayings this is verse 28 of uh, Matthew 7 the people were astonished at his doctrine so we can stop there why was they astonished because he was saying something different than what they heard he was preaching the truth it wasn't it wasn't covered up it wasn't kind of soft it was, I mean he was giving stuff that today if we had the opportunity, if Jesus pre- preached right now and the disciples are preaching right now, I am sure religious people would crucify him again, hang him on a tree because he was talking things that are contrary to what we really want to hear, but it's the truth. But this people recognized these things and said, wow, this is something different. We never heard the word like this before. And so they defined what that looked like they defined the message that Jesus presented to them, that truth that Jesus gave to them, they defined it as spoken with authority, Mm -hmm. spoken with power, with a right. You Mm -hmm. know, Jesus spoke with one who had authority. And so he don't preach like the scribes, which means that's like a level down from authority. And I equate that to something like, um, I had to take math. I mean, not math, but English comp two, which is the second level of comp. And I was like saying, man, English is not my favorite subject, as you can tell as I'm talking. But um, (laughs) (laughs) but it wasn't my favorite subject. So I said, Lord, please give me someone that is passionate about English because if they're passionate about English, I get excited Mm -hmm. about Whatever subject it is, right? I mean, not only did he grant me somebody who was passionate (laughs) about English, she was a Christian, man. It was like crazy. (laughs) I'm like, oh, yes, Lord. And I got a good A in that class. I'm just saying that anybody that's been through school will tell you they learn more from a teacher that is in it, in the subject, than they do of a person reading the subject.
0: subject yes yes it,
1: it, you know that's just it and jesus is saying this this is what the crowd picked up they said man he's preaching with authority and power you get a teacher that's passionate yeah about the subject they're t- talking about the students like like yo man i learned a lot from mm-hmm. professor such and such or teacher such and such because yeah. they catch you they get you in there yeah. you they have you versus a teacher that It's reading from the book. And we all know the signs of a teacher that's reading from the book. If you open your ears, it sounds something like this.
0: Yeah, exactly. I had one. (laughs) I I had one. Um, It was, I think it was an e-business class. And that's exactly what he did. He read verbatim, page by page. And I'm like, what is this? I can read this myself. I need basically him to explain and expound and and give examples so that I can see more than what's on the page. And he wasn't doing that. And I think that's what Jesus did.
1: Right. And so which signifies that as Christians and we have to convey a message to the world in love (laughs) with sincerity that the world will respond to a truth. They might not receive the truth we're, we're laying down, but they will respond in, with us an ex- excitement about what we say and know that eventually, if they're drawn by God to Christ, it will be because they'll come back to you because they felt your authority in the words you were preaching. But if you are preaching another gospel, If you are presenting something like a scribe, like it says in in verse 29 of Matthew 7, then they'll know the difference. The world is not crazy. They understand when truth is laid down, whether they receive it or not, they know you are the real deal versus somebody that's going through the motions that's just reading a book.
0: They know there's a difference. There's a difference. There's
1: a difference. And we want to be different makers we want to be people that walk around with the word of god with authority Mm -hmm. not somebody just saying oh i'm just going to say this or do this because i don't want to offend you i want you to be comfortable you know i love 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 you know but there is a balance that we have and we talked about this last time a balance in christ anything other than that is Mm -hmm. unjust balance
0: yeah yeah this is uh this, this subject is, is it's something, you know. And as Christians, you know, it's we can use that, we can use that terminology for ourselves. We need to be woke to the enemy's devices, to the to the devil's work. We need to be woke because it says the the scripture says that in 1 Peter 5 8, it says, be sober, mm-hmm. be vigilant, because your mm-hmm. adversary. The devil walks about like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. And all of these things, these issues that's coming up, the injustices, whether it's racial or social, um, economic and all of these different injustices. When we focus just on that and how we in ourselves can solve that issue, it won't be solved. We have to, as Christians, look to the savior for how we need to respond and what we need to do in these different scenarios so we need to be sober be awake be alert be vigilant you know stay on it stay connected to 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 truth and and we handle it with truth not with our opinions not with with right. what we yeah, think you, yeah. not with um something of the past because you hear people all the time. We need to be um we need we need people need to be educated. People need to be this and yeah to a to a certain degree, you do need to be educated, but we need wisdom. We need the wisdom that comes from the Father as to how we are supposed to walk through this situation, through this these things, these this day and time. Mm-hmm. Because the enemy would have us to take our focus off of what is truth, mm-hmm. the spiritual, our spiritual well being, and place it on our physical well being. Right. Right. Um, so we have to be careful about that. Psalm 51 6, it says, Behold, you desire truth in the inward parts and in the hidden part. You, God, you will make me to know wisdom. God wants truth, because he is truth, mm-hmm. and we have to have truth in the, in the inward parts, and he will make us to know wisdom, how we are to walk um, with people who are in disagreement, who who are, who are reproach him. They're mm-hmm. not reproaching us. Right. They are reproaching him, and how are we supposed to walk in that? We need to seek God. We need to be on our face and lay out everything. God, this is what's going on. How do you want me to respond in this situation? Right.
1: And so, you know, stay focused. I mean, the focus is the word of God. He is the truth bearer. You know, when we get away, we get away on different things and our own opinion starts mixing in with with truth and all these different things. He is the final, final truth. Nothing trumps his truth. And so my ideals, my thoughts, even the things we're discussing right now, if it doesn't line up with the word of God, Mm -hmm. you know, discard it, you know, discard it and search the scriptures for yourself. If what you're doing, if your agenda, if your uh, cause is for injustice, praise God, but that injustice should be pointing people to Christ because only Christ will see a change, a genuine change. If we do it, it's going to be temporary. Mm-hmm. When he does it, it's going to be everlasting.
0: It's going to be lasting. Yeah. And and I've got a, a couple of more scriptures that will help us to know that, again, we're not going to see complete justice, the complete work here on this earth, but rest assured, we do not care about injustices whether it's race, racial or socioeconomic or anything like that. We don't care about that stuff more more than God. He is a righteous God. He is a just God. And he is going to measure out justice where it needs to be measured. And the few scriptures that I I have is in Isaiah where it talks about um, it's Isaiah 11, verses 1 through 5, and then verse 9, and it says that there shall come forth a rod from the stem of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his roots. The spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. His delight is in the fear of the Lord, and he shall not judge by the sight of his eyes, Nor decide by the hearing of his ears, but with righteousness he shall judge the poor, and decide with equity for the meek of the earth. He shall strike the earth with the rod of his mouth, and with the breath of his lips he shall slay the wicked. Righteousness shall be the belt of his loins, and faithfulness the belt of his waist. And then verse nine says, They shall not hurt nor destroy in all my holy mountain, for the earth shall be full of the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. And so as the as the earth is filled with the knowledge of the Lord, we're not going to have all of this hurt, all of the, you know, the fighting um against one another because God is going to take care of all of that. He is a just God. And he says that what does he require of us in Micah six eight? He said, He has shown you, O oh man, what is good. And what does the Lord require of you? But to do justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God. So in all of our being active in in social injustices, we have to remember what the Lord requires of us, and that is that we have to do justly. We have to love mercy. We got to give mercy to these, to people who we think have wronged us. We got to give mercy because God has given us mercy because we wronged God and to walk humbly with our God, not being boastful or arrogant or prideful in, you know, oh, we're, we're kings and we're queens and we're this and we're that. We're, we're exalting those things above the knowledge of Jesus Christ. We got to walk humbly. Before our God, God, how do we walk? How do we treat people that have wronged us, that are continuing to wrong us? What do we do, Lord? And God will show us. And it's not going to be the way that we think it should be. It's going to be God's way because that's the right way.
1: Right. Amen. So we have to always remember that we have been awakened by the light. Mm Mm-hmm to become new creations. We can't be the same way right. as the world. There has to be an identity um difference than just like what Jesus or the people, the multitude said about Jesus. He walked with authority. He preached with authority. We need to live this life with authority and authority that comes through Christ Jesus alone. And also, and that was found in two Second Corinthians five seventeen. but we are also called to be a chosen generation, a royal priesthood. And 1 Peter 2.9 will give you the description of who we are in Christ Jesus. So those are the things that we are supposed to be. We are supposed to be um, ministers of reconciliation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amen. These Amen. This is who we are. That's right. So what does that look like? Well, it's, it's not presenting to the world an unjust balance of what righteousness is. It is presenting to them Jesus Christ. And we are the righteousness of God in Christ. So that's what we should be representing Mm -hmm. in this world. So we thank you very much for coming into our conversation, our our devotional conversation. Mm -hmm. And we hope and pray that God does something in your heart so you find the treasures that God wants
0: you to have.